You're listening to the Beyond the Profi podcast, where we help you out of career burnout so that you can reclaim your personal freedom while pursuing your passion. I'm your host, Jasmine Haley, entrepreneur, influencer, and educator that will help empower you with our interviews, strategies, and straight talks. If you're ready to push past your comfort zone to your greatness, you have found the right podcast. Stay tuned and listen in. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) Man, I sound raspy this morning. This is your host, uh, Jasmine Haley of the Beyond the Profi podcast. This is another straight talk series. I've been talking pretty much all day yesterday. Um, And so, therefore, my voice is a little more... uh, nighttime <laughs> late night talk show uh but well who knows what i'm trying to say here but uh you know with the straight talk series i keep it 100 percent real and i actually needed to sit and meditate and really think on how am i going to address this um because i think i we can't change the future we can't make any decisions on how we can shape our future unless we really talk about some of the most horrible, challenging, ugly things that occur in our world today. I mean, that's the only way to make change. So, so today on this Straight Talk episode, we're going to be talking about the culture of our industry. And I'm going to do this discussion as real as I can and, of course, as professional as I can because, you know, we have human beings that are involved with this. But I think it's a necessary discussion because every single one of us in this world have the capability of being exceptional leaders. Unless you're a psychopath with no type of feelings or anything like that. If you're on that spectrum, then we are not discussing them. We're talking about the average person, everyday person. You, When you get up, you put your pant legs on your left foot and then your right foot first or your right or your left, whatever the case. We're talking about the average person that has no real major uh, mental diagnosis. <laughs> But when you look at our leadership today, we notice that after a while, when people tend to get in a certain position or they get a certain level of power, it becomes corrupt or they forget their why and why they may have started and they are no longer serving a higher good they're really serving their own personal agenda. And so it happens everywhere, you know, and dentistry is not the exception of that. So as leaders, when we're thinking about our everyday behaviors, how are we demonstrating how we want to reshape this world of dentistry that we have? You know, I'm constantly hearing the good old boys. This is this is run by the good old boys. And that is true. 
in so many shape and forms on the preventative side, on the restorative side. Yes, that is true. But what are we doing with our everyday decisions? What are we doing with our everyday interactions with people to change that culture? I am so sick and tired of hearing the nail-biting, backstabbing behavior from people. And it's all revolving around a scarcity mindset, a scarcity mindset. There's no reason why people can't take the time to show respect towards others while also holding them accountable and doing the same for ourselves. It can be demonstrated in our professional communication. It can be demonstrated in, in the values that we have put up for ourselves and how we expect others to follow through with that if we decide to uh, work along with them. We can do that. It is so possible for us to do that. By, by creating that positive and productive environment with the people we interact and cutting off anyone that is not following that same type of values and that same type of positive and productive environment. But sometimes, as we all know, we may not have control of who is it that we have in our circle, who is it that we have that we have the opportunity to work with. The only person we can control is ourselves. So I'm going to say something that I was told that I should write about. I was told that we need to have this discussion. You guys know I never want to be in this position or have this platform with Beyond the Profi and not be serving from my heart, not be coming from a place where I feel like I'm doing greater good. If I ever see inkling where I can't do that, I'm out, y'all. All of a sudden, y'all going to be like, you're going to put in beyondtheprofi.com, you're going to see that 404, and I'm going to be gone. I cannot tolerate going my day-to-day not being that way. So if I get any type of inkling that somebody's uh, uh, energy is off and you try to work in in, in a way to uh, foster positivity and respect and there's constant pushback, I won't work with that person. I will not work with that person. I will always be professional, cordial, but I won't work with that person because I know my strength, I know my weaknesses, but I understand that in order to shape the culture of where I am, you've got to start building some really awesome things with awesome people who believe in that and, in addition, um, know that change doesn't happen overnight, but it happens with small small steps that lead to those bigger things. So I was last year, um, you know, a lot when I'm when I talk about the scarcity mindset last year, I had an experience that I was not expecting. So let me give you a little bit of history. I um, had some interesting experiences during childhood. And I uh, had my parents had a really, really terrible divorce and just issues that happened with that and um, we have moved on we have moved forward we are 
in a wonderful place, but in a 12-year-old's mind, that was very, very uh, traumatic. And so when you when you look at where I was as a student, I was like, so when you think of Jasmine Haley, you're like, oh my gosh, you know, wow, she's a constant achiever. Well, I've been this way since I was born. And so sixth grade, I had Award after award after award after award after award after award after award. I mean, it was like they were constantly calling my name. And, and of course, this, there was issues, like whispers, you know, among among the students. So they wind up placing me into a special, um, like a higher level grade the following year for seventh grade. And that was also the year where all of these traumatic events happened with my family. And so I, my grades dropped dramatically, and I also turned out to be really mean. And you know that phrase when people say, her people hurt people? Well, they freaking do. And there was one particular girl that I was hurting, and I didn't care because I was hurting on the inside, and I just wanted everyone to be as miserable as I was. And it's true. It's not hard. Th- it's not an easy thing for me to admit. And when she finally said, hey, can you just please stop? Like with tears in her eyes, can you please stop? I stopped. And that only lasted, I I can't even tell you, it was a really short period of time. I stopped because she spoke to my humanity. And like I said, I've got a heart (laughs) somewhere in there. Well, the following year, I wind up having a falling out with a very popular girl that was considered my best friend because of someone else working behind the scenes. And I was bullied for an entire year. I could not walk in the hallways without people calling me names, several people calling me names. Um, I could no longer take the bus with, with them. I had to cross a expressway to take the regular public bus. I couldn't take the bus that was actually sitting out in front because I was never left alone. I was harassed whether I sat in the middle, in the in the front, or in the back of the bus. Um, I no longer went to lunch, the lunchroom with them because of how much harassing I dealt with. I thankfully got a job with the assistant principal, and I worked there in my lunch, and I just kept to myself and, and, and uh, was able to make it through despite dealing with that. And I wind up going to a different high school, and I'm so thankful that I did. So here I am dealing with that that incident, never really told my mom the extent of it, which I wish I did. But, you know, I knew my mother would have come in there with her pocketbook. You ever seen, like, a lasso? Like, people turning <laughs> a lasso like the Cowboys? Like, my mother would have been like, who messing with my child? Like that, Okay. So I didn't want that, and I never told her, and I wish I had told her because internalizing issues isn't always a smart choice. So then fast forward to other instances, and then I'm dealing with another form of bullying within a professional environment, y'all. Can I get an amen that y'all have seen some of this toxic work environment or even toxic environments in our own professional associations? Yes, they exist. Peep toxic people, you can't escape them. And and so I've experienced that. And that's really shaped out who is it and who who do I want to be? What kind of values do I want to um display? And unless I'm getting evidence that someone is way off the the rocker, I'm going to continue 
to do what I can to the best of my ability because the only person I can control is myself. Fast forward, I received after dealing with maybe like two years of finally being free, free of and eliminating and establishing those boundaries and only working in positive and productive environments. Uh, knowing what the characteristics of the culture would be and whoever I work with, knowing my strength, knowing my weaknesses, knowing how I want to show respect towards others and also hold them accountable. I received a cyberbullying email and that was, it was devastating because of who the recipient, I thought the recipient, not the recipient, the sender was. And it turned out that it was a catfish. So you guys ever watched a catfish MTV um, show? Well, there's people out in our industry um, in, a, in our lives that we may see day to day that are catfishing, even in our industry, because guess what? We live in the real world. And, and that means that some of the ugly stuff that we see around the world is happening in our lives, even in the dental industry. So I received uh, a cyberbullying email, and um, it's it's caused a huge uproar. And it was one uproar with my emotions and my feelings, and uh, feeling like, oh my gosh, you know. And I I cried. I did cry. Yeah. So whoever sent it, um, I cried. Yeah, you got me, um, because I was just like, wow. But it was it was it was a cry that was a reminder of the ugliness that exists even amongst people that I think so highly of. I love my profession. I love my colleagues. And I tend to be in this type of utopia world in my thinking. Everybody's so cool. Everybody's so nice. Everybody, that's my nature. Everybody's so cool. Everybody's so nice. And then boom, the reality. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's not the case, Jazz. That's not the case. It's not always the case. So, uh, you know, going through that experience with several other uh, individuals was not an easy one. And I had to make the a decision of do I walk around on eggshells that could ultimately affect my energy, which can ultimately affect the intention and the work that I'm trying to do for the greater good of our profession, or do I let it go? Or do I let it go? And you know what I've decided? I've decided to let it go. And now if it happens again, that's a different story. But really, honestly, can you imagine with me receiving the award of distinction in August, with me getting all of these amazing opportunities, I'm sitting in a hotel right now. This is like, this is like, I'm not, some of my episodes I record way in advance, but this episode, you're getting me the week of the, of it debuting. I'm sitting in a hotel in Charlotte, North Carolina, this South Side Jamaica, Queens girl, brown girl in our industry being asked to train to learn about these amazing products and this amazing facility with a huge dental corporation, amazing blessing and opportunity, focusing my energy on evil and negativity. What sense would that make? Y'all have to understand that when I walked in here, I'm the only person of color. When I walked in here, we have issues just as women in general. All my vanilla sisters out there, we got issues major issues with trying to elevate ourselves just as women in our industry. And yet all we can focus on is this cat, this catty mess. That's it. Catty mess. We have to work so freaking hard 
to even get recognized as as someone of substance, not someone with a with a nice butt or a night or a, a you know robust breast or what we're wearing, what clothes we're wearing. I was talking to another hygienist who uh, applied for like a senior level position. You know what her interviewer asked her? They asked her, "Can you handle this with your children?" Do they ask that to men? Girl, bye. So the thing is, is that I have made the conscious decision that I am going to focus on the bigger issue, which is me as a woman of color trying to build something of my own and navigate some of the nuances and things that I have no control of that's been a part of it and keep my energy to keep my mind focused on the bigger picture. Because I am thinking as I am moving up, I can help my other sisters, whether you're vanilla, chocolate, olive tone, skin color. I can help all of my sisters come on up. Come on up with me. Because there's two directions, y'all. There's two directions. And I was just listening to Brendan Burchard with this. It's, and, and he got this from Booker T. Washington. You either lift up or you press down. And guess what I'm choosing, y'all? I'm lifting up. I'm lifting up. So, yes, the parties that were involved in that negative, nasty, evil thing that occurred in our industry, because it happens every day. We don't talk about it. It happens every day. Bullying happens in academia. Bullying happens in corporate America. Bully happens in our clinical operatories. Y'all know it. You see it. You've dealt with it. We have nowhere to turn. We often don't have anywhere to turn. Who can we control? We can control ourselves. So this person right here, founder of Beyond the Profi, talking about building a positive, productive environment, will not, will not, will not be controlled by any other entity but my Heavenly Father. And therefore, when I walk into a room and when I am talking amongst others and when I am interacting with my fellow fellow colleagues it will always always be from a place of love and compassion no matter what because I'm a firm believer in the scriptures and I'm a firm believer in just a universal law that you attract what you put out so I don't have to worry about anybody that decides to resort in any type of negative and nasty type of of uh, of um, behavior. I don't have to worry about them. I should not have to worry about them because they're going to be taken care of. You know where your energy needs to be? Focusing on the greater good that you're doing. So yes, last year I wasn't the only recipient of a very nasty experience. A very nasty experience. Did I honor the emotions that came up in that? Yes, I did. I did honor it. Did I have the the discussions I needed to have with the parties involved? Yes, I did. I prayed about it and I let it go. I'm not naive. I'm not an idiot. I have chosen to create a culture that is past and beyond what I've seen. So as I'm sitting here in in my hotel room in this wonderful comfy bed, I I have to keep my energy focused on what matters to me. And what matters to me is building an empire that is filled with my tribe of people 
my BTP family who believe the same as I do. Listen, y'all, we all work with people, some of the people we don't like, right? Let's face it, we're not going to like everybody, and not everybody's going to like us, right? We still got to get work done. We still have to get work done. So, you know, the thing is, is that one of the things I just want to push is that, yes, we may all encounter challenging challenging situations. We may all encounter um, nasty, negative situations. But really, how are we going to rise above that? How are we going to move forward? How are we going to move forward? Because if you cannot, if you have decided not to, to say, for instance, you were a victim of any type of cyberbullying, if you were a victim of a, a, a in-person, in-office, toxic work environment, and and you've decided to do nothing about it, let's just say you've decided to not have conversations with the people you need to have a conversation with, you have decided, that's my alarm, y'all, you have decided to not have conversations with uh, any other entities that are involved with with the um, situation, which is conversations with others. I just repeated myself. And you haven't decided to go through the proper authority or channels to address the issue. You could be in, in an office. You can be in academia. You could be in corporate America. If you've decided to not do that, right, right, you've decided to not do anything, then your behind needs to let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Because if it wasn't worth fighting or addressing it or handling it, then your behind needs to let it go. (laughs) And... And, you know, this is going to ruffle some feathers from some individuals because, yeah, my feelings were hurt. I was hurt, you know, blah, 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 da, da, da. And all of that is real. All of that is real. All of that is real. And you may and you may never, ever decide to interact with someone or some organization the same way that you've done before. Because I've had made decisions to cut ties. I may never interact. But what is the lesson? What is the lesson in this? And, and, and do I need to be controlling other people? Like, would I say, say for instance, I have a negative, infor, uh, negative experience with Wendy's. Wendy's was terrible. Am I going to tell every single person I know in my life, in my religious uh, organization, every dental hygienist or dentist that I that I know, hey, don't don't go into Wendy's, don't 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 do it, don't do it. Why would I waste my energy doing that? If Wendy's ain't no good, guess what? One day it will be shut down. I don't have to worry about that. I handled my situation with Wendy's. Y'all will find out. Now, if we were close, close friends, there's a difference, right? That you may explain that situation. But can you imagine if you use your energy to go around and to tell hundreds and, 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 and be out there picketing in front of Wendy's? What good is that? You're, you're being drawn away from, you're being drawn away from the, the, uh, 
the beautiful things that you could be producing for us. And so, you know, I love listening. Y'all already know. Um, I love listening to Brendan Burchard. I love listening to um, Les Brown. These things are going to happen. People write nasty comments. They they do, you know, they 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 tear you down as soon as they see you. They they take pictures of you and they they post and they say all types of crap. It happens everywhere. It happens everywhere. I'm not going to go through um any type of uh FBI search for anyone that's leaving me a comment on my YouTube page. I'm not going to do it. It's a waste of time. So choose a direction in which you want to constantly work, which is either are you going, there's only two directions, pulling up or pushing down. Are you going to be a push down? Then I'm going to tell you all to cross the street or I'm across the street because that's not my kind of people. I'm all about elevating, elevating, elevating. And until we choose each of us to consistently elevate, to consistently respect people, Stop being petty. We all are petty in some way. I was just listening to a joke that uh, Christy sent me. You ever get shrimp fried rice? And you count how many shrimp is in the rice? <laughs> That's what the joke was. And it cracked me up. It was from this comedian. It cracked me up. We are all that way. We all have our challenges. We all have our weaknesses. But we also have strengths, and let's play on that. We also have feelings. Let's honor them, but let's move on. Let's continue to work on a culture that we deserve. We're tired. We're tired. We're tired. We're tired. We're tired of this negativity. It's enough of it. Enough of it. When are we going to put our foot down? Put our foot down. Put it down and start holding the people that we have around us accountable. And you demonstrate by your actions that you are professional, that you know how to move forward, and you also know how to leave it up to that universal law that what you put out, you will receive. Can I get an amen for that? Okay. So work on that culture, work on that culture with people that you're involved with, work on that culture when it comes to uh, your, your clinical practice, academia, research, entrepreneurship, all of that. And you know what? I need to get your thoughts, y'all. Y'all can email me at uh, btpevents at beyondtheprofi.com and just let me know what your thoughts are, like what you thought about this episode, because we need to start... We need to start talking about some of these hard stuff. And if you want to hop on here with me and we and we and we go in, you know, let me let me know. I mean, it wasn't an easy decision for me to do this, but I think it's important. Like that's that's what what my what my community is about. It's about keeping it real. And 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 talking about some really productive productive things and and changing it. You know, one of the things that we were listening to a gentleman, he was talking about, um, you know, how we as women, we need to reshape, you know, our industry. And yeah, we are. We are. Because guess what? I'm I am one of them. I am one of them. I can comfortably stand in my own shoes with my Afro and say, yep, I'm one of them. Because guess what, y'all? I didn't wait 
for someone to give me permission. I didn't wait for that. I didn't wait. I started my own podcast, got my butt on Google and YouTube. I created my own conference so I can see more persons of color on the stage, including me. I started my own business to give opportunities to people. I may not have much, but it's giving more people opportunity to share their message. I made that decision to do it myself because if I waited to see my gorgeous mocha chocolate skin in a magazine that I pick up with my industry, it would have never happened until I was about maybe 50, 60 years old. I don't got time like that, okay? I want to be retiring around that age. So... I just want you to know that there's greatness within all of you, as Les Brown says, and I truly believe that there's greatness within all of us. And so how are we going to use that, that greatness to create beauty and joy in our day-to-day lives, to be thriving in our day-to-day lives? You know, with the cyberbullying incident, You know, I don't know who did it. I honestly don't know. And I'm not 100% sure. 100. I don't want 95, 92. I'm not truly 100% sure. And I'm okay with that. Because my life goes on. And at the end of the day, if you took dentistry away from me, I've got a blessed life. I've got a wonderful husband, amazing children, and friends like my boo, Christy, who love me for me, and my sister, Ashley, and my and all of my, my family. They love me for me. And that's why I can comfortably walk into a room and be in these situations And be able to walk out and be at peace. Because I have such amazing beauty in my life. All right, y'all. So that's the end of the straight talk. I hope that resonates with you. Um, We have some upcoming events. We have our Inspire the Future Summit for dental hygiene educators. I need to give a huge shout out to our sponsors for that. So we have Sunstar. We have Densply Serona, we have SDI, we have Voco, and these are some really awesome corporate entities that have taken the time to invest in our vision and to help and support us in providing um, this awesome opportunity for for us. And so I can't thank... Um, Densply, I can't thank uh, Sunstar, SCI, Your Smile, Our Vision, and Vocal enough for taking 
the time to just really even listen to this mocha chocolate lady, you know, and and see what it is that I'm building. And, you know, one of the things that make me so very proud is just to see my vanilla sisters, my Asian sisters, my black sisters, my God, gen, my God, Genesis out there rocking it out. These diverse, amazing and diverse in age as well. I'm in my 30s, but we got some amazing other professionals. I I I work with people of of all ages and all ethnicities. This is our world. This is what it looks like. This is what it's all about. Creating that culture. And we're doing it. So if you look check out beyondtheprofi.com, if you check out uh the events tab, Look for Inspire the Future. And then, of course, the Think Beyond the Profi Conference. Right now, we have Voco that is uh, sponsoring that. And I'm so thankful because we're, we're building this new, we're building, we're building this new culture of these modern dental hygienists and modern dental professionals who said enough is enough. We want to take care of ourselves. We want to be empowered. And we also want to learn. We also want to learn. And so check it out. Beyondtheprofi.com. Look at the events tab. Make sure you thank our sponsors for, for being involved, for putting us in a position where we can continue to offer you nothing but the best. We've got some amazing partners, ama amazing professionals who have uh, – who have just done some just really awesome stuff for us. So let me know what you think. BTP events at beyondtheprofi.com. And I will see you all next week. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to the show. We value each and every one of you. Dive in deeper by visiting the show notes for this episode or listening to more episodes on beyondtheprofi.com. If you found value in the show, share with a friend and leave us a review. We will see you next time, BTP family.